Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're starting a brand new series called God Is. Today's sermon is God Is Hope When You're Hurting. I don't know about you, but I've had hurt feelings and things hurt me in the past. But today we're going to see just how good God is and how he can help us through those situations. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. Y'all ready to dive in this today? I am pumped up to start a brand new series called God Is Blank. God is blank. So I'm going to tell you guys a quick story of how good God is to us. So this past couple of days, I have went out of town for a class for work, and uh, it was a good time. I had a really awesome time. Me and Tasha went down, and she traveled with me and had this nice little hotel that we stayed in, had a little small kitchen so we didn't have to spend a lot of money eating out and stuff like that. Because let's just face it, things got expensive, very expensive. And so we went down on Thursday, and my class was Friday, and, and yesterday, Friday and Saturday. And so I was like, hey, listen, we'll go down to the coast. We'll go on down. It's about 30 minutes away. I found us a spot that we can go hang out at. And she's like, cool. And so it's a little bit before we check in our hotel. So I'm like, you want to go now and just go on down there and kill some time? She's like, yeah, absolutely. So we get to riding down through there. And I want you guys to know I was in Jacksonville, North Carolina. And if you don't know much about Jacksonville, North Carolina, it is near Camp Lejeune. And Camp Lejeune is a military base, a military area where a lot of our military personnel go do training and different such things out there. Well, Michael knew this information, but Michael didn't realize that there were areas that you could and could not go to uh, that are not very well marked. And so let me tell you what happened. So get out there. I, I, I just picked an address in Google. So I pulled up our Google Maps, and I'm like, oh, here's a cool beach access. Boom! 30 minutes away. So we're driving. I'm excited because I'm getting to take touch to the beach. So we're driving down through there. And we ran the corner here, and there's this thing that looks like a toll area. Toll area. And I'm like, man, I ain't seen a toll area back here. No signs that said a toll. I'm getting upset. A little hurt my feelings a little bit because I don't know if y'all know or not, if you don't pay the tolls beforehand, it costs more. It's expensive. And I'm like, I don't carry cash a lot of times, but I might have to dig in my emergency 20 in there. And then, don't tell Tosh I got a emergency 20. But I had my emergency 20, and I was getting nervous. And we're getting closer, and we see people handing stuff out the, the, the their car windows. The people standing there, I'm like, this isn't a toll. This is getting weird. As we're getting closer to the gates, there's these people standing there in military attire. Not only were they in military attire, they had military-grade weapons on them, and I start getting nervous. I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. This is bad. This ain't good. And I was like, I got a concealed weapon in the back, and, and, my, and, and it didn't really do me no good because if I needed it, because it's in the very back of the vehicle, in a book bag, in a sealed case, it's locked. So, so I'm like <laughs> freaking out. I'm like, we're about to roll up into something. This is military base. I'm, we're going we're, we're to die, Tasha. We're going to die right here. This is it. I love you. I'm like, oh, this is it. And we get up there, and the guy's like, papers. I'm like, scissors. <laughs> I didn't say scissors. I said, I'm trying to get to the beach. This is where Google told me to go. He's like, you can't go to the beach here. This is a military base. And at that point, my heart stops. I didn't know what was going to happen. He's like, listen. He said, you pull over here next to this car at this stop sign, and he stopped talking. And the worst case, the worst case scenario started taking place in my mind. 
I'm thinking I got a gun in the vehicle, even though it's concealed, it's locked up, can't nobody get to it. I'm thinking worst case. And he's carrying, like I said, their military personnel and they're carrying their weapons around because they're protecting our country here and keeping us safe and making sure bad people don't get to where they're at. And, and I'm like, oh gosh, this is bad. He's like, pull over here. And then you're going to take that stop sign and you're going to turn left and get out of here. He said, but if you want to go to the beach, he said, you can go to this one. And I'm like, so the whole point of that story is two things. One, they scared me half to death. I thought what at the end of the world was happening right there. I thought I was done with. And y'all can laugh. It's okay. But, but, then, but the second thing, it really hurt my feelings that when we pulled off to the side over there, I was like, Tasha, I don't really want to go to the beach anymore. <laughs> I almost died right here. I was scared for my life. But I do thank for, or very thankful for our men and women that serve in our armed forces. If you do serve in our military or have in the past, thank you guys so much for what you do each and every day or have done in the past. We're so grateful for you. But it did scare me. It made me a nervous wreck. But the next, this series talks about God is. Today we're going to talk about something called there's hope when you're hurting. There's hope, hope, there's hope when you're hurting. And I know for me, I mean, it kind of hurt me that I didn't get to go to the beach. And, and it hurt me that I was like, man, I was kind of scared that I was going to die. I was going to repossess my vehicle. It got, it got rough. I know it's kind of funny, and, uh, but the next few weeks we're actually going to talk about some different emotions and how God is the center and how we can take God and surround him with us. So make sure you're here for, for the next few weeks as we dive deep into God is. God is. But, but so many of us have problems in our life, right? Think about this. How many of you have ever hurt? You don't have to raise your hands if you don't do. But how many of you have ever hurt? I know I have. Whether it's physical hurt, emotional hurt, actual pain, 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 not going, getting to go to the beach. I mean, some of these things can be hard in our life, right? Things we can be disappointed about. Hurt. I didn't get that promotion at, at work. Man, that can be disappointing, right? You work hard to try to achieve things and you didn't get the promotion. I know for me, I don't test that well because I don't read that well because my ADD and dyslexia, it, it makes things like I'll write D's instead of B's and B's instead of D's. It just, I don't know why. It just happens. And I could be looking at the right answer and write it down because I did it on my test. I had to mark it out and initial it and put the right answer because I wrote it in but, but it hurts because I, I didn't know if I was going to pass the test. And if I don't pass the test, I won't get the certification that I need for the preferential promotion that's coming up. It could be hurtful. It could be painful. I know for me, I don't do much construction work, but I like being outdoors and building certain things when I can. Not this. Anybody that's been here long enough knows that I built the stage up here, and it was horrible. Don't step right there, I think. But <laughs> there's a soft spot. But it was painful. And, and I'll use this stage as an example. It's when we were building this and we were putting things together and I was in here. I don't have any idea how to carpenter anything. But I put a lot of blood, physical blood, a lot of sweat, and a lot of tears into the stage. And I remember my dad, we, we were, I was almost finished with it. I had one or two pieces left. And I was like, I got to get it done. It was late. And he looked at me, he said, listen, I know you want to finish. He said, but I see the pain that it's causing you, and you're going to mess up if you don't stop. And so I took a breathing moment and said, you're right. 
let me just hold up. It was painful to stop because I wanted to finish. I'm one of these people that, that if I start a task, i got to finish, and it drives me nuts until I can finish that task. But that's oftentimes where, when building this stage, I received a lot of pain, and it hurts. Drilling into something, using a saw. They don't let me do that, by the way, that often. But sometimes in our life, we get hurt by people. People. This isn't in my notes, but I want you to know that some, hang on, yes it is. <laughs> hang on, let me, let, me, let me just keep going. Sometimes people just suck in their lives. Not you guys, but like other people. Because they want to break you down. And see, in today's society, people have learned that, hey, if I can make you look bad, then it makes me look good. Last week we talked about you could do uh, 990 things right and do the one thing wrong and that's what people will remember you as or criticize you for. And, and, and that's what happens, and, and it hurts, and it's painful. And we've learned through the process of people, when we were starting the church, it was painful, some of the things that they've done to us. Because, you know, life isn't fair sometimes. And I've learned a long time, people are going to talk about us whether we want them to or they're not. And here's what happens sometimes, is we're up late at night, and we're thinking about it, and we're worrying about what Sally Sue or Trina said to us. And they're at home, they're sleeping, they're resting well. So I'd encourage you today, if people have done you wrong, as hard as it may be, I'd encourage you to say, hey, I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to love on them. I'm not saying you had to be the best friend, <laughs> but pray for them. Pray for your enemies. Keep your enemies closer. i got to move this thing. All right. Sometimes in our pain and our suffering, it's how we get to know God more, how we get to trust God more. We talked a, couple, a series a, couple, uh, a while back there. We talked about how God, we could praise him on the mountaintop, how it's good to praise him, and, we could, and everything's going great. It's easy to praise God, but when it's in the valley, when things ain't going right, when things aren't working out like we think they should or the people are talking about us or they're beating us up, that's where we get to know God the most is in the valleys. And just like our lives, when people do us wrong and they hurt us, many times it can be exhausting. Trying to recover your name. The, the, my grandma and grandpa told us, you've got two things in your life. You've got your name and your reputation. One thing we've tried to do is we try to keep our names clean and our reputations in front of us. We keep our integrity high because we want to do what we do behind closed doors be the same as what we would do in front of people. And y'all better be glad. I mean, y'all better be glad, but y'all got to be glad that y'all have a pastor that has great integrity, that has good integrity, and loves you guys and wants to be with you guys. But y'all, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> uh, Lamentations 3, 19 through 21. It says, I remember my affections and my wandering, bitterness and the grills. I will remember then, and my soul is uh, downcast within me. Verse 21, yet, yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. I have hope. I have hope. Would y'all underline that or write that down? I have hope. I have hope. <laughs> Verse 22. The, the grateful love of the Lord never ends. Ain't that good to know that the, Lord, the Lord's faithfulness, his love that he has for you, is never ending. His love never fails and never gives up. I don't remember the words. <laughs> never gives up on me. Something like that. But listen, but God's love never fails us. No matter what we do in this life, no matter what path we decide to take, God still loves us. Now, again, don't go out freely sinning now. Don't be doing that. But if you stumble, you fall, God's going to be there to pick you up. 
I often take use of it, and I'm gonna do this one one Sunday. Uh, sometime I just gotta do it safely. But but if you take a glass and I had it up here and I shattered that glass, it's gonna go into hundreds of pieces. It's gonna shatter. It's gonna break. That's how oftentimes we feel in our lives. We feel shattered. We feel broke. But if Michael tries to take that glass that's broke and tries to put all the pieces together, I'm going to miss something along the way. I'm not going to be able to get it back the way the glass was originally was. But if you let God take the pieces and put them back together, God can make it back whole. Because that's the kind of love that he has. The reason why Medic Church's logo is designed the way it's designed is because we know people are hurting, people are broke. But we want to be the life and the hope that people can have. We want to be the place where restoration can take place. That's why the band-aid is significant. It's because we want God to restore the brokenness in our life. And we're that heartbeat that keeps driving it on because there's hope. Because God's love never ends. His mercy never ceases. It's good to have mercy, right? Thank God that he showed me mercy and showed me grace. Uh, verse 23, great is his faithfulness. His mercy begins after each, or begins afresh each morning. Each breath that we take. That's why last week we talked about praying and thanking God for everything. As soon as you wake up, hey God, thank you so much for allowing me to take another breath. To live another day. Thank you for the running water. Thank God for his mercy. The mercy of God. Because there's hope when we're hurting. There's grace when we're hurting. Whew. I'm excited. Are y'all excited about this series? I'm pumped. Who's been in here hurting before? Me too. The mercy of God it can be more complex. It can be kind of hard to understand because there's layers beyond layers because God just loves us. If we make a mistake, God says, okay, listen, I love you. Here's how we can stop making mistakes. That's why when we pray this prayer every week at the end of service and, and give that sinner's prayer, and if you make that decision for Christ, we want to give you 10 steps to help you stay committed to your faith. Anybody been here long enough? You heard me say that 100 million times. Why do we do that? Because this life can be hard. It can be tough, and the enemy doesn't want you to serve God. He wants you to stumble. He wants you to make mistakes. But God says, hey, you're not in this battle alone. So I get song earlier, hey, there's victory there. There's, there's victory. Every battle that you're faced, you're not in it alone, but with God, there's all things are possible. The battles you're facing today, God's in the midst of it. God's right there with you. He's a just God. God's a God of justice. You get what you deserve, right? <laughs> you ever hear that? I'm going to get justice on them because they deserve it. And that's how God is. God's a God of just. If you make a mistake and you try to go down your own path, he's going to let you go down that, your own path. How do I know this? Because I went down my own path before. There's been times in our, my ministry and me and Tasha's ministry where we decided, hey, we're going to do our own thing. And we ended up on this path that we shouldn't have been on, but God allowed us to because he's a God of just. Y'all listen, listen, listen. I know that if I go out here right now and I go to Dairy Queen and I get a triple extra large blizzard and I get the big ice cream cake and, man, that stuff's good, right? I, I mean, it would make me feel great in that moment. But it's probably going to give me diabetes that I don't need. It's going to make my health not be in the greatest shape. Or if, if I don't change the way that in the path that I'm on with my health right now, then I'm if I don't make some changes, the end result is I'm going to end up not living so long. And, 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 and so we, we get what we deserve sometimes, right? But God is a God of just. 
but he's also the God of grace. Yeah, when you get what you don't deserve, there's grace. Me and Tasha were talking about this, and part of our little bit of my story is I should have died in an incident that took place because we were walking on stuff that we shouldn't have been walking on. We didn't know. There was a fire that happened. We went up there. We were putting the fire out. There were solar panels. Well, I didn't notice about solar panels, but they take so many, uh, so long to de-energize, and we're just up there walking on them. Guy comes on the roof, and he's like, we should have died. Like, there's, the only reason we didn't is because of God's grace. There's been times where maybe you've walked through this life, and there's been times that maybe you should have checked out, or maybe something should have happened to you but it didn't because that's God's grace. To God's the God of justice. He'll give you what you deserve, but he also shows you grace when you don't deserve things. And then there's mercy when you don't get what you do deserve. That grace, that mercy that he shows. Grace and mercy go great together. Anybody ever got a ticket? Thank God he showed me that grace and mercy. And he didn't give me that, that ticket. He, got, he showed that cop some grace there. I know for me that oftentimes I try to watch my speed cruise control because I got a hard, heavy right foot. And I, I, and I know that God shows me mercy because he gave somebody that knowledge to say, hey, we need to set this safety feature so we can set cruise control so people like Michael, Pastor Michael, can't go out and speed all the time. That was just my mercy and my grace because I can't deserve I don't need any more tickets. Y'all look at this, y'all look at this. Ephesians 2 here. It says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. Is that up there? It's not underlined, but listen to this. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. I don't know about y'all, but how many of y'all have ever had many sins? How many of you have ever had many sins this morning? Don't raise your hands. <laughs> Coming in here and somebody running you off the road. And you're like, what, what are you doing? No. But we were once... Lost. And now I'm found. And I love amazing grace because it is truly amazing. Because we once were lost. We were dead because of our disobedience and the many sins that we have. But check this out. Verse 2. You used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil. And I don't know if y'all are taking notes, if y'all want to highlight this in your Bibles or want to write it down. You're dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. And then verse 2 here. Because we were obeying the devil. And listen, the, the, the sin looks good. When we, when we go and, and, and we look at things, man, sin looks amazing. Man, this looks like it would be awesome to participate in. Just because you try to find justifications in the sins out there doesn't mean it's right. Guess what? We can try to cover up sin and make it as pretty as we don't want to, but at the end of the day, sin is sin, and the wages of sin is death. But thank God for his grace. Thank God that he has that mercy and grace that says, hey, I love you. And I'm going to wrap my arms around you and forgive you. All right, verse 3, Ephesians uh, 2 and 3. Uh, all of us used to live that way, following the passion desires and the inclinations of our sinful nations. But by our very nature, we were su subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. See, so y'all think about it. Back in the day, Noah's time, People were doing a lot of bad things in Noah's time. God went to Noah and said, Noah, I want you to build an ark. 
Noah's like, I don't know what an ark is. God's like, I'm going to help you. Noah's like, I'm not qualified. God said, I'm going to hook you up because I didn't qualify the call. I called the qualified, all right? <laughs> I think I messed that up, but... <laughs> But everybody was sinning. God said, I'm going to send a flood to this earth and I'm going to destroy all the people. But because of God, God showed Noah grace and mercy, he saved his family. But because there was bad things going around, we were all subject to the anger of God. I don't know if y'all know this or not, but we were all born into sin, right? Thanks to these people called Adam and Eve. If you read the Bible, it's at the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created everything around it. And, and then he created man. He felt like man shouldn't be alone, so he created this thing called a woman. And then from the man, and, and they all become one, and they started having babies after they sinned and all this other good stuff. So we were born naturally into sin. But God gives us the opportunity to make a decision for him. He gives us that ability. He gives us free will and free choice. But we were all, at one time, living a life that wasn't worthy to God. And what I like about our church is we're a church for imperfect people where we can come together and let God restore the brokenness in our lives. We've been tagged on a few things in Facebook, and I hope some people come from that. And I thank you guys for commenting our church in things. and Because uh, when y'all tag us in there, it sends us a message, and we get to see what y'all guys wrote, and it's amazing. Thank y'all for doing that. People are hungry. They're looking for Christ. They're looking for God, and our church is getting tagged into it. And one lady put up there, and everything she wrote, I'm like, that's her church 100%. Please come if you're watching. <laughs> but it's because we are loving on people. Regardless of the background you come from, we're going to wrap our arms around you. We're going to love on you. Now that we, you know, We're going to teach the Bible. We're going to teach what the Bible says, and we're gonna, but we're going to love on people just like Christ loves on it because it's up to God to show them grace and mercy. We're going to let God restore that brokenness in our lives. You may be questioning, how does the loving God get angry? Because the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. And I want you all to know that just because God hates sin doesn't mean he hates you. Just because God hates sin doesn't mean he hates you. God gets upset when we're sinning. God gets upset because, I mean, think about it. Your parents tell you to do something, and, and you're like, I don't feel like doing that, or you don't do it. It upsets them, right? Parents, think about it. You told your kids to do something. Maybe you told your grandkids to do something, and they didn't do it. kind of upsets you, right? Hey, go clean your room. Just imagine with me just for a second, or they smart mouth back to you, or they just bright out do something, you just want to... You know what I mean? <laughs> I know for me, there's times that my girls, they'll do something, and I'm like, what are you doing? And I get angry, and I get upset at them because they're doing something wrong. And, and it's just like God, he knows that we're doing something wrong. Now, when my girls do something wrong, man, it upsets me, it aggravates me, gets me angry, but I still love them. Parents, do you still love your kids when they make a mistake and they stumble and they fall? Yeah, I don't have the answer, but if you don't, come see me at the church. <laughs> Tell me your secret no. Ephesians uh, 2, 4, and 5, it says, But God is so rich in his mercy, and he loves so much, that even though we were dead because of our sin, he gave us life when we were raised, uh, when he raised Christ from the dead. 
That's cool to know. See, we know the playbook. We know what was going on in the Bible. We know what happens at the end. If we win in the end, that's good. That's, that's why we sing the songs that we sing. Because every battle that we face, we know that God raised from the dead, or Jesus raised his son from the dead, and that's because he gave us mercy. And the battles that we fight, he's, we're not alone in them. And, 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 and he loved us. And that's why he sent his son Jesus down on the cross for us. I know I intertwined a bunch of stuff right there. I'm sorry. My ADD kicked in. But, but God loved us so much. It tells us the most famous verse in the Bible is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son that whoever believes in him will have everlasting life. And I like what verse 16 says because people oftentimes miss what verse 17 says. I mean, they miss what it says. For God didn't come into the world, uh, didn't send his son, Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but to love it and save it. That's Michael's paraphrased version there. He condemned sin. God hates sin. Jesus died because he loved us, so we didn't have to go to hell. The wages of sin, again, is death. But God forgives us, and life was given back to us. See, that's why when we do baptism, and I'm hoping we're going to start planning one here very, very soon, maybe in the fall. Y'all stay tuned for that. That's why we say you're raised from death to life. Because the old us is gone and the new us has begun. But every week when you make that decision for Christ, or if you make a decision for Christ and you're brand new, the old you, the old dead you is gone, and life is given back to you because it tells us here in Ephesians 2 and 4, or 2 and 5, God gives us life. Even though we deserve to be punished for our sins, God shows us mercy. His rich mercy that he shows us each week. I mean, think about this. Did Jesus really deserve to take that beating for me and you? And oftentimes when I've stumbled and I fall, I got this statue, it's a Jesus statue. And, uh, it's got a man there, has a, a, I wish I could find, it's called Forgiven, it's the name of the statue. It's got a man that's, that's, that's kind of, has a nail in his hand and a hammer. And Jesus is there holding him up. And, and <clears throat> trying to stay non-emotional, but because it's, this is real deep to me, because that statue, when I was sinning, it would be a reminder that, hey, I'm the one that nailed him on the cross. He did this for me. But I'm over here and I'm living the life that I'm living it's not holy. That's not great. He loved me enough that he died on the cross. He didn't deserve to do that. He didn't deserve to go through that thing, but he did it for me and did it for you and did it for everybody because he loved us that much. I'm going to close with this. See, what I, what I like about God so when we ask for forgiveness, there's no track record that's kept. As soon as we get on our knees or, or we, if you stand up here in a few moments and, or if you're on our online campus or podcast listener later on, you say this prayer and you make a decision for Christ, the track record that you used to have is gone. Now, people that you may know are going to start pulling things out. Well, well, Pastor Michael, you did this and you did this sin, and you did this, you cut this person in traffic, you cussed Billy Bob out over here, you did this, this, and this, but God keeps no track record. God keeps no record of wrong. And what I like about the gift of God is it's free. 
He sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us and it didn't cost us a thing. We didn't take the beating. We didn't take the crown of thorns. We didn't take our beards getting plucked. None of us had to do that, but God sent his son that he loved and it's because he loved the world. There's been times where I've hurt in my life. There's been times I've been hurt by church people. And a lot of you have shared some of your stories with us of what church people has done. And listen, listen, I get it because I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been there and that's why we've tried to establish a place to where those things can't happen. Why let you down? Why make mistakes? I'm a human being just like everybody else, but I'll never do anything intentional. Because we learned how to treat people because we want to show people grace and love regardless of the background you come from. We're big on that. We're big on loving people. And we're big on people that are diverse, come from different cultures. I love Fernanda. He's my buddy. But we're big on those things because he has a story. Tracy has a story. You all have stories a story worth telling and oftentimes we can relate better than we really truly know don't let people stop you from one the love of God because guess what they're still at home sleeping while you're here you're trying to make a make a, a rightful choice you're up nights worrying about it give it to God that's all you have to do today give it to God there's people that's done us wrong and we've had to say God it's yours I'm giving it to you because I've been hurt by countless people by church people, by pastors. Guess what? They're people. And guess what? Don't let them separate you from the love of God. Don't let the enemy say, hey, well, you know what they did. Well, Pastor Michael, you just don't understand. I probably understand pretty good. Because just like you, I have the same struggles, the same battles, the same problems. You're not in this walk of life alone. That's what makes us unique. Because we don't want to do life alone. We want to do life together. Because it's better together. I'll share just one last thought. One of the biggest things that gives the misperception of the church today is they're narrow-minded, they're judgmental, and people that go to church just write out hypocrites. But I tell you guys earlier, we're a church of imperfect people that are coming together to let God fix us. I don't go to the gym expecting to be in there with a whole bunch of healthy people. I'm going to the gym for me. I'm going to the gym so I can get better. And I encourage you to come to church so God can fix you. Me and Tasha were talking and she's like, hey, I want to get healthier. I want to be a better me. And, she's, and I'm like, hey, well, this is how you can kind of kickstart it. This is how you can start it. She goes, well, is that Amy going to do anything? I said, but you've got to start somewhere. You've got to start small. You're not going to be an athlete overnight. It's just like church. Sometimes we've got to take baby steps. And it's okay. If you don't understand the Bible, get you a Bible you can understand. Get you a, a, a VeggieTales Bible and start there. there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Start somewhere. If you don't understand something in the Bible, come talk to me. We'll try to figure it out together. Guess what? The Bible's complicated. That's why at Medit Church we give a life-giving message. And a life-changing message because we're going to make it relevant. We're going to break it down so you can understand it and apply it to your life. I don't need to get up here and teach y'all a whole bunch of doctrine and theology stuff. Because you're going to leave here confused just like I'm going to leave here confused. But God loves you. And if 
you're hurting today, all you have to do is just give it to God. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever hurts you may be struggling with, give it to God. If you need prayer today, you can come talk to us. Submit those in our comments below on Facebook, our messenger, or meditchurch.com forward slash pray. We got a team that's standing by ready to pray that God and believe that God's going to meet each and every need today. But if you will and you can, feel to stand with me today. Let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you so much for this day. God, I want to thank you for your mercy. God, that grace that you show us. And Lord, most of all, for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. God, God, we didn't deserve it. God, we were born into sin. God, and there's been times, even in our walk, even after we may have gone to church, God, God, that we have sinned. But Lord, you showed us that mercy. God, you may have saved us from things. God, that we probably deserve to go down a path, but you saved us from going down on God. Because God, you showed us that grace and that mercy. Lord, you sent your son to die on, this, on the cross for us. And we, he didn't deserve what he did, but Lord, you loved us enough. And he loved us enough so we didn't have to go to hell, God. If you don't know who Jesus is and you want to make a decision for Christ today, all you have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I thank you for coming to the earth and dying on the cross for me. Even though I didn't deserve it, you still did it for me. Help me when it gets hard. And lift me up and encourage me because the enemy doesn't want me to stay connected to you. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, if you need prayer, you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one? You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give. You can do a one-time gift, a reoccurring gift. We just ask that you pray and give from your heart today. Join us back next time as we give another life-giving message. All right, we'll see you soon.